Hi, everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Well, I am so happy that you are tuning in today. Thank you so much for doing so. And thank you to my listeners who come back time and time again to learn and grow and hear more from my incredible guests. It means so much to me that you would take the time to listen. I hope you're having as much fun as I am. I don't think you are because I'm really having way too much fun with this. (laughs) And you will hear that in today's episode. Today's guest, Anna May Groves, brings so much light and joy and her laughter is contagious if you catch yourself smiling while you're listening to this episode I'm I'm not going to be surprised (laughs) we had so much fun but before we dive in I wanted to say thank you to those of you who are sharing the podcast on your Instagram stories as well as sending a link directly to a friend it is so much fun to meet new listeners and have new listeners join us week after week this conversation with Anna Mae Groves is definitely one that you're going to want to find the link on Spotify or on Apple Podcast, and you can go ahead and send that directly to a friend. So thank you guys so much for doing that. I also wanted to let you know that we are now up on Facebook. You can find How'd She Do That Podcast on Facebook. We have a page as well as a private members group. That group, I am hoping, can be a great resource for you all to network, connect with one another, perhaps discuss episodes, what you're learning what you're loving and of course it'll be great place for me to get feedback from you all well like I said today's guest is one you are really going to enjoy I was only recently introduced to Anna and if this is your first time meeting her well you are in for a treat I'm so excited to share Anna's story before social media and of course all that she's doing now she's absolutely fantastic you guys are really going to enjoy this episode Here is Anna Mae Groves on How'd She Do That? Today's guest is one I am so excited to introduce you to. Anna Groves is a lifestyle blogger and beauty expert here to assist us with all things beautiful and meaningful in our lives. Whether Anna is sharing how to style our homes, giving tips on how to make your eyeliner last longer, cooking the perfect salmon, or uncovering what it looks like to be a grace-filled woman of faith, she does so with poise and style. Anna's successful lifestyle blog brings joy to many, and we're excited to hear about the behind the scenes of it all. When Anna isn't writing for her blog, joining hosts like me on podcast, or speaking out on important issues. She is likely relaxing at her home in Ohio and enjoying time with her family, which includes her husband of 21 years and four sons. Anna, welcome to How'd She Do That? Thank you. Hi. Hi, welcome. (laughs) How are you in Ohio? What's the weather like there? I'm out here in Cali. It's beautiful right now. It's been beautiful. It's been like, it's really weird. It, it's, it's been a very hot summer and then fall hit and literally like the day that fall hit was like, okay, there was some fog. It was cooler weather, Ugh. immediate relief. But then um, over the last few days, it's been really, really clear, super Ugh. cold overnight, like in the forties. And then oh today gosh. it is going to hit, which is really weird. Um, Today it's going to hit 73 and tomorrow it's going to hit 81, but it's super clear. So it's just beautiful. There's a breeze. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, this is so fun because you have touched down in quite a few different locations, which I'm so excited to kind of put the pieces together of the puzzle of all the wonderful things I know about you, Anna. And I love to just begin the conversation kind of at the beginning. I feel like we have a lot of ground to cover today with with your career and, and even what's been going on with you most recently. But perhaps let's get started. I love to just dive in. I'd love to hear a little bit about, gosh, if we can go back to that beginning kind of stages of your career. I know that many of my listeners might be familiar with you over the last year or so of your life and all that you've done with your blog, but it would be fun to get to know the Anna before social media and hear a little bit about what you were up to in the early stages of your career. Well, I started um, I started out in the beauty industry 
Um, I always loved just transforming things. So people was where I started. And um, Um, even when I was a little girl, I would look at like my cousin and be like, "Hmm." and I, you know, want to fix like her hair or like her eyebrows or, you know, so I've always been like a visual person and, and wanting to kind of like, I don't know, just, I like transforming things. I like seeing things happen. And so, um, I started out just doing fun things like, you know, doing my friend's makeup. And then I had a friend who became a model and she asked me to do her makeup. And so I did for her portfolio. And then I got introduced to a few more people and just kind of did some just freelance stuff. It wasn't anything major whatsoever. And then, um, from there, I ended up moving. We lived in the North, the Pacific Northwest for my whole life. I was born in Seattle, raised in um, Anacortes, which is north of Seattle. And then um, for a very, very short time, we moved to Portland, Oregon. That's where my husband's mom lives. And when I moved there, oh. I ended up getting a job at Nordstrom in <sighs> cosmetics. So I, that's where I started. And then I, I started at the counter and I started at one brand, moved to another brand. And um, from there became an account coordinator for that brand and just started kind of working my way up. And then I started working for a luxury brand and became an account coordinator for that brand. And then finally became an account executive for a luxury brand that's carried at like some high-end retailers. <clears throat> and that's kind of where my career started. It's all all in the beauty industry. Oh my goodness. Well, that's so fun to hear because I did know, and I think, do you mention what luxury brand it was or do you not tell anymore? Because you have so well, many I that can, you love. I do love, I mean, I have no um, loyalty to all the different brands because I just <laughs> love so many brands. Um, yes. But no, I, I worked for La Mer and Joe Malone. Oh um, my goodness. So, and just beautiful brands. I love them. Um, but I also worked for some color brands before then. So, um, but yeah, I spent most of my career with La Mer and Joe Malone. Oh my goodness. Well, what was that time frame like? How many years did we just kind of cover? Because I know we're going to dive into perhaps a season of uh, being a stay-at-home mom, or, or maybe that wasn't the case for you. And then we'll kind of hear more about the blog. But what was that time frame like as you were kind of moving up in the beauty industry? And really cool to think about your eye for beauty at such a young age, even wanting to play dress up and get your your cousin beautified, if you will. But what was the time frame? Uh, that we just kind of covered? And perhaps what was going on in your personal life uh, at that time? Well, uh, the time frame was, let's see, as far as when I worked for different brands and Nordstrom and things like that, that was when my second son was born. So Maxwell, so he's 19. Oh. And so that was 19 years ago. And um, I ended up, let's see, I was with between Nordstrom and all of the other brands I worked for before I went onto the vendor side, I was there. Gosh, I'm going to try so hard to remember this. It's <laughs> probably about 12 years in just wow. like, and then I took a few, I had taken a few years off. I don't want to get my timing wrong here, but I took a few years off because my youngest son, we have four boys. Mm-hmm. My youngest son was two years old and mm-hmm. I was at the time a coordinator for a brand. And I was like, you know what? I better come home. I better come home because he's two and I've got all these other little ones and they're not little forever. And so I should probably come home. So I thought to myself, I'll come home for three years and that way I'll come back to work when he's in kindergarten. So that's kind of like Uh. my thought process is I was like, okay, I'll take a few years off to be at home. So I did. Mm -hmm. And um, then when I came back, uh, when my youngest was in kindergarten, that's when I started working for La Mer. But it's funny because I was working on the vendor side prior to coming back. And when I came back to work, I ended up going back to work for Nordstrom, just working for La Mer at Nordstrom again at the counter as a oh. counter manager there. And oh. so that was, it was weird because it was like this, it felt like I was taking steps backward in a way. Mm. Um, but it ended up being like the best thing that ever happened to me. And that's where I was able to move up in the company. So 
Oh, that's so cool. And I love, it's just so cool, Anna, because I think many of my listeners and perhaps you guys are tuning in because you follow Anna and you've seen all of, of the amazing beautifying of spaces and, and your home and just so many amazing tips. But what we're kind of uncovering, at least it feels like to me, is this has been a long time coming. And I love what you said earlier about really beginning with people and being able to see that change and bringing the beauty out of people. And then, gosh, to piggyback on what you just said about feeling like it was, you know, taking a few steps back, but then actually seeing that that's where you were able to grow. So what was your favorite thing about that season of life and that particular portion of your career when you look back on it? Uh, my favorite thing was I, I really liked relationships and I'm a, I'm not a small talk person. I'm more of a go deep yeah. <laughs> person. I'm, yes. I, my husband, he will never agree with this, but I say that I'm an introvert. Uh-huh. Um, and he tells me, well, introverts don't have parties. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it because you know, I like to like create and yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so <clears throat> I really enjoyed going back to the counter because you go to the same place every day and you really get to build mm. deeper relationships. And so that I really enjoyed. I, I enjoyed working for Nordstrom at that store. It was in Seattle and um, it was just a really beautiful experience. And I, I had some great friendships developed there. And um, just also working for La Mer, I really enjoyed that because the brand itself is really transformative in a way that mm. um, just the brand is for it was developed for someone who was a burn victim. <laughs> oh wow! It was about healing his skin, and so um, for me personally, when I was able to work with customers who had problem skin, they, maybe they had you know a lot of redness or irritation in their skin, and they were able to put this on their skin and feel better. Wow. It, it just made me feel better. I loved helping people, so that was kind of like one of the things I really enjoyed and. I've always been the type of person I can sell things to people, but I sell things because I'm passionate about the thing I'm talking about. It's not, I'm not just making it up. It's not just because, oh, this is going to make me money. I really am excited to see someone transformed and to see someone helped. And so that's where kind of, uh, I guess I really enjoyed working there because I got to enjoy that passion of helping people. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. And I'm I'm like biting at the bit to continue and, and get to the, the blogging element and, and all that you've done. But it's just so awesome to get to know you. Again, I keep saying get to know you a little bit better because I think social media, again, you follow someone for a, a short season and you get to know them. And, and I love that what you just said about going deep, even in what you communicate online, it is an invitation for your you know, I hate to, not even followers, let's, we can call them online friends, hopefully, like <laughs> to, be, to, be, <laughs> to be able to to think about things and, and what you share, it really, so much of it hits home. So, oh my gosh, well, I'm so excited to, to continue to learn more. I know that there is a stint, so you just mentioned a move. Tell us a little bit about the different um, moves you've made, because I know you have connections in Washington, and then I think there was a Texas stint, and then on to Ohio. What did that kind Kind of look like um, and and what was going on with your family during those different seasons? So uh, again, born in Seattle, raised in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, my husband's mother was also born and raised in Seattle, but she ended up moving to Portland. So we moved to Portland for a very short time, came back to Seattle. And um, my husband is a pastor. And oh. so he was working at a church Um and we were very heavily involved in church there and I was working and um, it was just my career was going great. Like at that point I had been promoted um, from at the counter to an account coordinator with La Mer and it was awesome. And, it, and in my mind, we would never leave. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> we love the Northwest. And so, um, but one day my husband felt like we were supposed to be somewhere else. And so we, you know, we are people of faith, we pray. And so we did. And we just kind of asked God, like, where are we supposed, where do you want us to go? And I won't get into all the details. It's a very long story, but eventually (laughs) um, he spoke to both of us and we 
felt like we were supposed to go to Texas. We had never been to Texas, never (laughs) set foot in Texas, except for to go on a cruise. So we thought that's strange. Uh We would never pick that. So we know that's not us. So let's see what happens. So we um, basically ended up moving to Texas. And what was amazing was um, the company I worked for was able to create a position for me when we moved down there. And I then continued to grow with that company. And my husband finished school um, down there. I went to seminary and he finished school. Oh, where did he go to seminary? um, It's called the King's University. And it's with uh, Gateway Church. Um, Yeah. Jack Hayford founded it. And yeah, and it was a really great experience. And so we moved down there and we're there for six years and absolutely loved it. But we always felt like we were supposed to eventually go back to Seattle and start our own church. And um, through a whole series of events, we ended up meeting a pastor here in Ohio and he and his wife invited us to come up to Ohio and spend some time here and see if we might be um, the next church that they help plant because they, they plant churches. So we're basically came to find out and see. And uh, right now we are here. We've been here for a year and love Ohio. It's kind of a mixture between all the different cultures, like, because you've got Seattle, Northwest and you have Texas, the South. And I feel like Ohio has a, this mixture of the two cultures, (laughs) in my opinion, (laughs) and even a mixture of topography because there's no, it's pretty flat where we were in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And here there's at least some hills and some trees, some big trees and some rivers. And so uh, we did miss the seasons. Oh. <laughs> so we now have some seasons and it's beautiful. Oh, that is amazing. Well, it's really fun on a on a personal note, there's quite a bit of overlap. So my dad is a pastor in Dallas, Texas. Oh, so really? what part of DFW were you at? Yeah. We were right by um well if you know DFW Airport, we were in uh Roanoke, yes. which is next to, you know, there's Grapevine oh my gosh, and there's South yeah. Lake and then it's Trophy Club in Roanoke. We were over there. Oh my gosh. Okay. That is so fun. Well, my parents are in the park cities, so there's so much overlap. And I love to just that element of, of taking that leap of faith, which I know is such a theme in your life and, and career, but for you guys to sense the, the calling of a move to Texas and what a fun connect. Texas is a big state, but once you live there once, Texans are all about you forever. <laughs> <laughs> So that is, yes. it's so true. So, so as a, I'm actually originally from Texas. So, so I have that kindred uh, moment with you just then, but how fun. <laughs> well, that is so fun. There's such a, a cool overlap there and wow, just really cool to hear that you guys have been in Ohio for a year, but Wow. You're telling me you've been in Ohio for a year. I'm also aware that you launched your blog in 2019. So let's dive in. We we need to know where's the timeline here? How how did you kind of find your path towards becoming a blogger and, and deciding to share your style and and so much of what you share was was this something that you always wanted to do? Uh, what did that look like? Yeah, I Okay, so I had been wanting to start a blog for a very long time for, I think, six straight years. I I was like, I need to start a blog. And it was because I would see other people blogging and it just resonated with me because I knew that I had something that I wanted to share with people. I knew that like I'd see people doing something. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I could totally do that. Like that's right up my alley. Because one of the things that I discovered over time between my career and between also being involved in ministry is that I enjoy teaching. I've Mm. always enjoyed teaching people. Um, and whether it is, you know, like when I was with um, my company, I would, people would always be like, Oh, you know, how do you, how do you do this with your computer? Or what app should I use for this? Or, you know, so I was constantly like, Oh my gosh, you guys, I found this new app. You have to try it here. Here's how to use it. And I'd sit on the phone with my coworkers and we step by step by step, I teach them how to use different things to, you know, really help with their productivity. And, um, 
And then it was, you know, just anything that I learned, I was always trying to teach. <laughs> so it could be makeup, it could be hair, it could be, you know, home stuff, it could be vitamins, it might be how you eat, it might be running, it might be how to heal an injury, how to fix your acne. Like I just have always been a natural born sharer of things, but also of teaching how to do things. So, um, and, and people have always said, oh, you're a really good teacher because it uh, just comes naturally and I'm patient enough to sit with someone and, and teach them. Yes. And so um, that's just part of who I am. So blogging to me was a natural thing that I, I really wanted to do. And then on top of that, I was sharing typical things that a blogger might share, but I was kind of doing, when people say lifestyle, that's really what I was sharing. It was everything in life. <laughs> right. Literally everything. <laughs> and so that's kind of where I wanted to start. And also I love to write. I think I have a, a unique writing voice. And so I, for a while there, when I was thinking of blogging, I also thought, oh, it's going to be a blog where I'm just writing. Right. So kind of all those things kind of mixed around for six years. And I, I, I bought a do domain name, like the very first year that I thought of it. Uh -huh. And I just got scared. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, I, what, yeah. what are they going to think of me? Like I had so many people that I ha knew, it, but then was, I wasn't as close to anymore. And I thought, well, they're going to see this and think that this is dumb. And, you know, I thought wow. about those people. I thought about, um, coworkers. I'm like, well, are they going to think this is weird that like I'm blogging? I thought about family members. I thought yeah. about everybody. I thought a yes. little too hard. It stopped me. Mm. So I just didn't do anything. I would, I would do things kind of in secret. I would, I wrote blog posts. I literally had a blog and it was live, but I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, wrote a couple posts and it was out there. And oh um, I just, I was too scared. I was just too scared. I had so much fear mm. of people. And so I just didn't do it. And that kind of went on for a long time. Now, in the meantime, I was working full time. I was, I got promoted. I was doing so much and in the back of my mind, I'm like, Ooh, that would be so nice to start a blog. <laughs> <laughs> so that was for a long time. And then I finally, um, I ended up quitting my job Okay. and the reason why, and it was just, it was probably one of the hardest things I ever had to do. I, I quit my job because I realized I wasn't present with my family anymore. Like wow. I was traveling a lot. I was working a lot and I was working so much that it was to the point where I'm looking at my kids and saying, I can't help you with your homework, you know? Wow, <laughs> like, yes. And, um, so this was a wake up call for me. And I thought to myself, you know, I think one of the biggest mi misconceptions that people have told me is that when your kids are little, you stay home. When they get to school age, you go to work. But mm. what no one said was that when your kids are teenagers, they need you the most. Wow. And so I, it, it just hit me like I, here I am. My kids need me. Um, they're asking for help. My, you know, you can just feel the weight and the stress in the household yes. with me being not present. Wow. Um, and I just, I knew I had to quit my job and it was really, really hard because I had just been promoted a year before that. Wow. And I was just like, I can't do this. There's so many people counting on me. Um, people are looking at me and watching me and going, they're so proud of me for working oh. my way up. And I didn't want to let anyone down. I didn't want to let myself down. Right. And I didn't, I, I took a long time for me to finally decide I've got to do this. And it was the day that my, I told my son, I couldn't help him with his homework that I finally was like, okay, I'm done. I got, I got to oh. do this. I did. I quit um, my job and I, you know, stayed at home and it was awesome. And it, I saw <laughs> a difference in my kids oh. and I saw a difference in me. And as much as I loved my job, I, I, I did realize at that point that it had taken a toll on my family and on me. So it was a great experience coming home really. And, and I still had that longing to mm. feel like I was accomplishing something, you know, and yes. I wasn't realizing that being home with my kids was accomplishing something. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Well, I, I have so many listeners at so many different stages of life, even empty nesters love to to tune in, which is so fun. And to think about, I'm not yet a mom, but I love what you just said. You could even feel in, in the household that that you know you were needed, that that mom was missed. And it's so cool to think about you gosh, even having just been promoted, deciding and recognizing, okay, hold on a second. My son just asked me for help with his homework and I had to say no because I'm, I'm working. So that is so cool to, to hear. I mean, that was, that was a step of faith as well to, to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to, to, to continue with this role that you had had for years at that point. And I love to, oh my gosh, I just love what you said about, you know, having wanted to start a blog for so long. And I think you hit the nail on the head with so many kind of reasons that you thought, well, I can't do that. I love, love, love even the examples. And I think we all do this when we're thinking about starting something. I thought about it with this podcast, like, well, oh gosh, we got, you know, what about this person? What will they think? Or this person will see that I, I started this and oh, good grief. I love that you, you just kind of called it out and you're like, this is what, this is how I was feeling at the time. And so for anyone who's listening right Right now, you know, we're going to dive into what on a, you know, how you did get started and what pushed you forward. But keep in mind that um, you can, regardless of how long you've thought of something, you still can launch, you still can do it. And gosh, Anna, I just love everything you're saying. So, so, so you ended up kind of stepping away from work. You're at home now with the, with the guys, your big crew of guys. And when did it kind of come together? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm going to tell people I have a domain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I, it was, I'm trying to remember how long I was home. I, I don't know if I can even tell you how many, how if it was a year right. or two years that I was home, but, um, so I was home and I have, I have these, it's eerie almost how many really, truly gifted and talented friends that I have. Wow. and. I mean, it's incredible. I, I cannot believe the company that I keep. Like I have oh. um, a friend who she is, <laughs> she's a top notch interior designer, has won multiple awards, has been featured in magazines, has been featured oh in house, has, has done all these things. Well, she started by, she was building some tables. She like built like some table for herself. And then somebody wow. saw the table and then they were like, Oh, can you build me a table? And she was like, well, sure. And then she was like, okay, well maybe I should sell these on Craigslist. And it started like that. And then she realized she had an eye for interior design. This woman did not go to school for interior design, but she was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to start this business. So she, she got a website. She like, you know, got, took a business class, like, and she just went for it. And yeah, literally just blew up, like blew wow. up <clears throat> in wow. such a crazy way. But she has all of these gifts and talents though. So she's super talented, but I just watched her like with no fear, just go, I'm going to do that. And then wow. she did. And then she is so successful and such an incredible designer. And so I watched her and I watched another friend start. She was a, she was a photographer, but she had never taken a picture of anyone before and just really was interested in photography and was working for a nonprofit. And she was like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, take some pictures. So she started out just taking pictures of people for free. And then she started charging. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, she's like quitting her job. Oh she's becoming gosh. this incredible photographer. Then she started within like, and I'm talking like within just a few short years, she was being asked to speak at conferences for photography. And then all of a sudden she was having, wow. she was putting on her own conferences for f photography and she was starting another nonprofit for her oh senior girls that were, you know, coming for senior pictures. And I mean, she just is an incredible person. And I, I'm looking at her going, wow, look at her. She just did it. She just went for it. She didn't know what she was doing. She just went for it. And so I have multiple people like that in my life. And so I'm watching them do this and I, I'm thinking, wow, they're so amazing. And then it just dawned on me that like, you know, what made them amazing 
was, yes, they had these gifts and these talents, but they also just kind of went for it. You know, they just said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put all my effort in. I'm going to do it. And they didn't let any fear of what people would think stop them. They didn't let fear of the unknown stop them. They didn't let the fact that they didn't have any experience. Like neither of these people, like my photographer friend did not go to school for photography and my interior (laughs) designer friend did not go to school for interior design yet. Here she sits. I'm looking at my coffee table at a coffee table book for what is this? It's uh, architecture today and her work is on the cover. Oh my God. And you know, I, I'm thinking, gosh, you know what? Maybe, maybe you should just go for it. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. So I just, I, I think I was inspired by watching women around me go for their dreams with no experience, with no knowns, with, Mm. you know, every fear that could come at you, but they just took the steps and they were consistent and they did it. And so I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm old enough. I I'm, I'm too old actually. That's what I thought. (laughs) That was another excuse. I'm like, I had so many excuses, but one of them was now I'm too old. So last year in May of 2019, I just bit the bullet. I had, I paid somebody to create like my blog and I, you know, I had a a camera that my husband had and his grandmother had bought me for Christmas a few years earlier. And I just was like, I'm just going to do this. And I did. I did it. I I just started, I just started, but it wasn't, it wasn't like everything didn't blow up in one day. It was just, you know, I just kind of did the work of doing a blog and posting on Instagram for a year. And so that's kind of where it got started. Oh my gosh. Well, there, there's so much and you guys, you guys just need to pause and rewind and listen to everything Anna just said, (laughs) but I have to brag on you because one thing that I think is absolutely amazing. And for those of you who are listening, this is really beautiful. What Anna just said, sometimes as women, I think we can look at our friends like you were and they're blowing up and you know, jealousy or, or something along those lines could, could creep up and take root and not allow us to be inspired or to be happy for a friend. But Anna's heart and love for her friends was actually, that is what, you know, brought that inspiration to you. So I just want to applaud you, Anna, and, and say, how cool is it that your love for your friends and your hope for them to succeed, you know, uh, saying I love is her, her success is not your failure. So you were looking around at friends and you were like, wait a second. And and it wasn't, woe is me. I haven't started a blog or, you know, oh gosh. It was like, hold on a second. She didn't know anything and she figured it out. I think I can too. (laughs) So I love, I love that that was the case for you. And you're giving so many great examples, whatever, you know, excuse Anna was just saying, you know, another thought she had was she's too old. Well, I'm I'm younger than Anna, but I look up to all that you're doing and see, you know, what a wonderful wife and mother you are. And if you weren't putting that out there, I wouldn't get a glimpse into that and I wouldn't be able to see such an awesome example. So even the age element, we can cancel that out. So you guys, maybe right now, take a moment, maybe pause, maybe pause this episode. Think for a second. What are your excuses? What are you waiting for? Um, because gosh, like Anna said, these women, they just started. And really, to me, that's the secret behind it all. Just mm-hmm. get started. So what, Anna, if you can take us back, what did some of those first posts look like? Can you remember? What were you telling us back then? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, well, I, was, I was saying the same thing. Because like, yes. I mean, as far as like sh- what I shared was like the yeah. content, the type of content I shared was the same. It's, you know, it was like beauty and home and, you know, makeup and food and all of those good things. Um, but I mean, there, there's some posts in there that I'm like, Ooh, gosh, (laughs) 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 
<laughs> like us all. <laughs> you know. Oh. So, but I, it was funny because I kind of teased it out a bit. Um, I probably posted, I started, first I started um, with a preset. I changed, completely changed it. And I kept my feed. So if, you, if anyone wants to scroll down, like you can scroll down to the beginning yes. of the first day I ever used Instagram before I ever started. <laughs> but it's yes. funny because like you can see there's a marked difference. Like it went from one kind of look, all of a sudden there's like a different look. And so what I did is mm. I wanted to, I, I knew that as much as, as shallow as it sounds, um, when people look at your Instagram feed, they kind of get a snapshot of, of what they're going to get. And so you kind of have to create something that looks cohesive. And so that was one of the first things that I did. I was like, I got to make sure I have a good, you know, a preset that I use so that every kind of everything pulls together. And then I just kind of, you know, I, before I started or even announced my blog, I just started talking like a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think one of the first posts that I did I was like I can't it was something like oh such and such I I'm doing this or that and then I asked a question like a blogger would ask a question you know to Uh, kind of like you know create conversation and and engagement and and it was funny because like my sister was like oh my gosh she's like I noticed that you Change the way you were talking on your Instagram. I was like, I did. That is amazing. <laughs> so I really did start like I posted several times where it was I was almost like pretending like I was a blogger, even oh though God. I hadn't started yet. Oh, it my was like God. practice, you know. Yes. And so I I started doing that, and then I I announced my blog. And then what I did from there is I just started sharing things like I would Mm. with my friends and my family. Like I was anyway, I just, the difference was I had a picture for it. Right. So it was like, Oh my gosh, you guys need to, you guys need to, everybody should be taking magnesium and here's why. And like, you know, here, please make sure you do that. So I'd put that on the blog and I'd share that on a video and on a post or like, this is the linens. I think linen spray was one of the first things I shared. Yes. Oh, um yes. way, way back. Um, which is it's so funny. Was it that long ago? <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, that's honestly the the thing I, I feel like listeners and, and people who have have are listening, you guys, if you go to Anna's uh blog and Instagram, it does look like you've been doing this for years. I mean, you have really honed in on just beautifying spaces, photos, communicating and writing. I mean, it's really, really cool to see. But you guys, friendly reminder, it is uh 2020 while we're recording. And um, oh yeah, this blog started last year. I mean, that's crazy, Anna. It is crazy. It really is kind of, it's, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, I'd love to know because, and again, if you guys aren't following Anna, um, I'm going to tease this, but I will give her the chance to, to let you know where you can connect with her. But, but over the past year, I mean, we, we are kind of moving into growth and, and how much you have grown and what you've seen. I'd love to know kind of before we dive into maybe a wow moment, um, when you're looking back, even your time in beauty, I'd love to know, are there any instances kind of or maybe a, a situation that you remember in your career that you'd say failure shaped you your career or helped you kind of take a step forward in the direction you needed to go? Uh, yes. Um, two, two things I'll mention. One is when I was at the counter level, when I first started in cosmetics, I think my boss saw something in me. She saw leadership and, um, I just remember her saying, you know, oh, hey, you know, we'd love to see you grow with the company. And Mm. um, I'm like, okay, cool. And so then a position came open and I didn't say anything um, because I just thought, oh, well, they they know that I want to grow with the company. You know, they know. Oh, (laughs) yes. And I didn't say anything. And then some, they ended up offering the position to somebody else that I knew. And then I reached out to my boss. I was like, hey, remember that one time when you said like, oh, we'd love to see you grow? And she's like, well, yeah. Like, you didn't (laughs) say anything. (laughs) No, this was, you have to remember, like, this was a long time. I was a lot younger and more immature. And I didn't know, you know, 
how it all worked. But the thing that I learned and that I ended up teaching everybody that I knew that I thought had talent, I let them know, like, you have to be vocal about what it is that you want. You can't just sit back and think that everyone's going to know just because you have this talent that you're the next person. You need to be vocal. You need to put yourself out there and say, hey, you know, like, I want to grow with this company. And when there's a position, I am definitely going to be applying for that or whatnot. So I just always share it. Like, you've got to be vocal about what you want. So that's one thing that helped me grow was that when there was an opportunity down the road, I knew what to do. I knew to put my name in the hat, not just put my name in the hat, but say what I wanted. Mm. Um, so that helped me. And then on a, another front, I, uh, how do I say this? So I was working at my whole time I've ever worked. Everybody just loved me. Just oh. everybody just loved me and they, they liked me and I, and I never had like a big problem with anyone. Everyone knew my work ethic. Everyone knew, you know, what I would bring to the table. Everybody knew like my value and everything was great. And then Mm. when I moved to Texas, same company, but different people. So they didn't know me, Mm. but I kind of walked in like, I like, like they did know me, but they didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think I had this expectation that like, Oh, everyone's just going to like me automatically. And everyone's just going to know my work ethic automatically and everyone's just gonna you know understand me and everyone's gonna understand the value that I bring and so when I would bring new ideas or when I would just have like a confidence about like oh no we need to do it this way it wasn't appreciated and on top of that it was like it created some kind of a something I had never experienced before where it felt like I wasn't like celebrated and I'll never forget like how that made me feel Mm. and I I had never experienced that before ever, Mm. ever, 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 not in any position and with any company, it was always people just knew. And so I had to work through that. I had to like continue to work really, 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 really hard um, for people that didn't know me, that didn't really know what I had brought to the table previously. I had to prove myself um, and show what it was that I thought was obvious, right? I'm like, oh, well, gosh, you don't know this. And I never said that, but in my mind, I'm like, they don't even know that I'm awesome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a problem. Like you can't just expect people to know anything. You have to show. And Mm. so I, I worked my butt off to show my value and to show that like, no, I, I, I'm bringing something to the table and Mm even though I knew that there were people that didn't like me necessarily, or maybe they didn't appreciate me necessarily, I wasn't going to work any less hard for them. Mm. I was going to work, actually, I was going to work extra hard. I was going to prove my worth. And so that was something that I think developed some character in me because you can't go around in life just thinking everyone's going to like you and everyone's just going to appreciate and adore you and, and, you know, praise all the work that you do. (laughs) And I didn't realize that until that moment, which was later in life. But just knowing that like, sometimes you have to just suck it up and work really hard to show your work. Mm. So that's so good. Oh, those are amazing. And yeah, for anyone who's listening, let that inspire you. If you're feeling as though, you know, perhaps your work is not being appreciated or or maybe you're in a new place and and it does feel like, gosh, these people don't even know me. Well, work hard, show them, you know, let them in. And I love that that thought of and I'm sure oh my word, <laughs> this probably prepared you going into social media. <laughs> not everyone. <laughs> we can put a few pieces together. Not everyone's going to like us. And you know what? I I love though. I mean, on a, that's shocking to me that not everyone likes you. I I truly am shocked, but but it's great. It's, it's a great lesson to learn. It really is. And, and gosh, both of those are amazing. Well, well with it, with that in mind, let's, let's go the opposite. I'd love to know what has been a real wow moment for you in your career. Um, Okay. Which, okay. Do you want me to talk about social media career or do you want me to talk about my old? 
whatever stands out, whatever stands out to you. What I mean, gosh, I know the the blogging and social media and whatnot is is just the past year, but but maybe there's an example there. Whatever stands out to you. I think w- what comes to mind at the moment is um, there's a couple. Mm. One would be um, there's been a couple of brands that have reached out to me that have been following me and enjoying my feed. And like, they really, truly, it seems very genuine. And that to me was a really wow moment just to know like, Oh my gosh, like somebody's somebody took note, you know, and and paid attention. And it kind of falls along the same lines of like, even when I was, I had just started blogging and um, my favorite food blogger, um, she started following me and, I was just like appalled. I almost fell over because I'm like, <laughs> why is she following me? This is crazy, you know. Because I was like, yes. I I thought people with that many followers only followed people that had like, you know, a hundred thousand yeah. followers, and I think I had like fifteen hundred followers at the time, wow. and so I was just like, wow, and and it just kind of dawned on me like, oh, maybe the content I'm putting out is good content, you know, yes. maybe, maybe it is enjoyable. Maybe people would like to, you know, to see what I'm putting out here. And so it was almost like that was like confirmation for me. But then when I, again, when the, when brands started reaching out and um, really diving deep into the things that I have been sharing and really like saying how much they enjoyed on a personal level, following along, and right. um, that was a real wow moment for me. Oh, that's so cool. And I'm going to ask you a little later on. I know there's always fun things up ahead. So it's cool to hear that there are some things in the work that you're excited about. Well, I'd love to know because I'm sure my listener, listener, I know you've been enjoying this conversation. This has been fantastic. Um, Anna, could you tell us what, what would you say is the greatest, and this is a loaded one, what would you say is the greatest lesson you have learned? The greatest lesson... I have learned is that I would go back to um, just get started. Mm. Just get yeah. started. Um, and then once you start, be consistent and keep going. I, I think that is the secret. <laughs> like yes. It's the <laughs> secret. And I know that my story it's unusual because of the, just the amount of growth I had in such a short time. That's not the Mm. norm, but I will tell you, anybody will tell you Mm. the only reason anyone is ever successful is that they got started Mm. first of all. Yes. And they kept going. And there's one of those things that happens when you keep going, even when it's hard, even when it hurts, even when it's embarrassing, even Mm. when, you know, it doesn't feel good. Like that is the secret. It's just to keep going. And, um, I I mean, I think about like, okay, (laughs) this is going to be a really weird example, but (laughs) I think about, okay. So I, like I said, I'm an introvert. Yes. Um, Even though Rob would not say that. He would not say that. (laughs) He would not say that. But I absolutely, I think one of my biggest fears is to be embarrassed. And um, Mm. so uh, this whole blogging thing is like blows that fear out of the water, right? Because it's like you're putting yourself out there in every way possible and people can see it all. But um, (laughs) so I, Rob, Rob and I, sometimes we will do embarrassing things just to be embarrassing. And it is actually like one of the most freeing and oh. joyful things that I, I we ever do. Like I mm. think one time with the Seahawks won like the championship, <laughs> <laughs> I was in Texas and I took a Seahawks flag and I literally ran down the block screaming <laughs> Seahawks, and as I'm scream screaming and running, tears are streaming down my face, and I'm laughing so hard because I'm so embarrassed, like I'm sweating. <laughs> but I kept running, like I just kept going, and I ran all the way down the to the end of the oh block and God. ran all the way back, crying <laughs> because I'm like I was so embarrassed. 
But I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish. I'm just going to finish what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to finish what I started. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I'm like sweating oh thinking God. about it. Um, <laughs> And so I just like, you know, ran. I, I mean, I think Rob has it on video. But yeah, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And so oh. that happened another time. I sat in the backyard. There was oh. in our old house in Washington. There's a street that ran along the back side of our house and there's like a short fence so everyone can see. And I remember I put on like this big, ugly wig and <laughs> this big hat. And I decided I was going to dance um, while the school bus drove by because I was going to embarrass my son. And so I like was doing this crazy dance and um, I was in this crazy outfit and I was doing the dance, but no one would ever know. Rob was filming me. No one would ever know. I Again, I was crying and weak. I could barely do the dance because I was laughing so hard, but I was so embarrassed. But I just kept going. I just did it. I like, did the whole thing. I'm like, I'm going to do this even though it's <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. So I use those oh examples as like, just examples to say, like, push through even when it's embarrassing, even when it's hard. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and the video is somewhere on YouTube. Like, I think I lost the... Um, the password to the account. So I can't even take it down. It's somewhere out there. It's called how to embarrass your kids. I've never said this publicly before. Like, okay, guys. great. Okay. Well, anyway, it's called how to embarrass your kids. And there is a video. It's very old. It's, I think it's like 10, 11, 12 years oh old. It was like God. when we first started using social yeah. media back. Yeah. But anyway, it's really old and it's hilarious because Rob is dying laughing and he can't stop. And it's contagious and I'm dying inside of the wig, but you won't know it. Anyway, that's that. <laughs> I, I'm dying right now, Anna. <laughs> that is so good. But but no, I mean, gosh, to your point, you guys, I'm sure you're laughing with us, but but to your point, that is that is pure gold, what you just said. Keep going even when you're embarrassed. Even when your sister, like Anna said earlier, texts you and says, are you talking like a blogger now on Instagram? It's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I love that on it. And I love to, you know, kind of a lesson and a takeaway I I'm taking from this portion of the conversation is, oh my gosh, don't take yourself so seriously. Have fun with it, you guys. Laugh at yourself. If you see Anna on stories and, and Rob, they're so fun. They're so cute. It's endearing to be invited into that part of your life. So Oh my gosh, that video, somebody, somebody is going to, somebody is going to find it. But just remember, remember the lesson that Anna is sharing with that, because that's, that's so well said, Anna. I, I love that. Um, and within that same mindset, what are you learning now? What are you learning currently? Um, right now I'm learning to be grateful. Um, mm. I I think I'm really emotional right now, but I'm just mm. grateful. Um, right. I had such explosive growth in such a short amount of time mm. that I just, I'm, I get very overwhelmed because there's a lot like I have, you know, the, the thing that I came to do, which is share the fun and share the stories and share the how to's and all of that. Mm. And I want to connect with people and I want to answer DMS and I want to answer comments and all of that stuff. But then there's also now I mm. do have campaigns. I do have brands reaching out. I do have all of these, uh, you know, obligations that I've signed up for. And I have had so many moments where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like I'm so overwhelmed. This is really hard. And I, I over and over have to stop and go, well, you prayed for this. Wow. This is what you asked for. You, you wanted to do this. And who wouldn't want to do something where now you also get to do what you love and possibly get paid for it. It's wow. just, it's a dream come true. And for me, it's just, I'm learning to be grateful even again when it's really hard and to stop and go, thank you, you know, be, be grateful to God for what he's allowed me to do. And Rob cracked me up because he looked at me two days ago and he goes, Anna, Look at me. And I said, what? <laughs> Every single time that you start to get overwhelmed, I want you to remember these words. And I was like, what? 
Mm. And he goes, you get paid Mm. for things that you were going to do anyway. And I was like, what? And he goes, every Home Depot run, every Mm. time you put on your makeup and every time you get dressed and every time you redo a bathroom and, and every time you roll out a rug and every time you do, he was like, you were going to do those things anyway. Wow. <laughs> and you yeah. happen to also get paid for it Wow. at times. And so he just, he reminded, I'm like, yeah, what am I, what am I thinking? I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Why? Like I was going to do this anyway, the blog or no <laughs> blog. I was going to redo this house. I was going to yeah. buy this makeup. I was going to put on that outfit. I was going to, you know, show my friends these vitamins. I was going to, you know, tell people how to make a paleo meal. Like I was going to do all of that. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. So that's, I'm, I'm learning to remember uh, just this is a dream. Like it is an absolute dream. I, yeah, I'm, I'm learning to be grateful. <laughs> That is amazing. No, but it's so good. And anyone can relate to that, you guys. I mean, you can think of things in your own life that that it's like, wait a second, I get to do this. Regardless of your situation and where you are, there's always something to be grateful for. Oh my gosh, Anna. Well, I think I could probably talk to you for five more hours. I know you have a life to live, but this has been so much fun. Uh, I've, I've said this earlier, um, gosh, before we were recording, but I'm so grateful that you do what you do and that you are sharing your handsome family and all that you're learning and and teaching us. Uh, fantastic for you to know, because I would agree you are an amazing teacher. So you guys are going to love connecting with Anna. Um, Anna, what is next for you? Can you let us in on anything fun that might be upcoming? Well, I can't tell you which Yay. But there is a publication that is talking about putting me in their print magazine. So I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> well, as you should be, by the way. <laughs> That's so exciting. Okay, cool. Well, you guys stay tuned on that. Um, mm-hmm. And Anna, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to? Um, No, I think, I mean, man, I feel like we've really jam-packed it. I know how many years, how many years we covered a whole career today (laughs) and then some, (laughs) oh my goodness. Well, well, Anna, I love to ask because, um, networking and reaching out to people, um, like yourself, thank you again so much for your time has been such a uh, part of my story and my career trajectory. So I always love to ask my guest, who do you know that should maybe come on and share their how'd she do that story? I would say Tosh Haynes. She is she's the friend that I talked about that was a photographer. Now she's a blogger. She's a mommy travel blogger. She's a, does business, you know, tips and things like that as well. Because obviously she built a, a wildly successful photography career. Um, wow. But her name. Uh, on Instagram, it's it's Tosh Haynes, and um, she is just an amazing human being, uh, absolutely incredible. I think everyone should hear her story. <laughs> Yay! Oh, well, thank you so much for the recommendation, and you all will have to stay tuned for a potential episode with Tosh. Oh my goodness! Well, Anna, where can listeners connect with you? Well, on Instagram, I'm Anna May Groves. It's my middle name is spelled M-A-E, May Groves. And I am also, I have my blog on amaygroves.com. Oh, fantastic. Well, if this is your first introduction to Anna, you are going to want to go find her on all of the places. Go find her. Go enjoy. She is absolutely fantastic, as you all have heard. Anna, thank you so much for your time today. It was really a joy. Thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. Talk soon. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. Please join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.